Welcome to Classic Comedy of Old Time Radio. I'm your host, Ron Eckelbarger. Once again, The Bob Hope Show. This is episode number 510, which originally aired on November 27th, 1951. Here now is Bob Hope with his special guest, Virginia Mayo. with Les Brown and his band of renown. Yours truly, High Aberback. Our special guest, Jerry Colonna. And Virginia Mayo. And here he is, Bob Hope! Thank you very much. This audience is anxious, aren't they? What are these, solid relatives? Thank you. Well, we have a nice audience. And I'd like to welcome all the travelers to our little session. Hope you all have a good time here in town. And if any of you want to go to the Paramount Studios and have lunch, see me after the show, and I'll give you Crosby's phone number. <laughs> no, but the tourists do have fun here in Hollywood, going around seeing everything. The other day, I took one of those sightseeing tours of the movie stars' homes, and I found out I've been living in the wrong house for two years. <laughs> in the valley, you know. What a picturesque place. My house is in front of a steep hill, and once a week the garbage man comes and takes it away. <laughs> and I have oatmeal wallpaper in my bedroom. That's so I can eat breakfast without getting up. <laughs> the houses down here are so flimsy, the termites don't bother eating them up. They just lean on them and push them over. <laughs> One house went up so fast, the owner heard a noise above and found two northbound ducks trapped in the attic. <laughs> I saw one house, five rooms in the den that was built so fast, the bear was still living in the den. <laughs> I'm going to New York, but I'll also stop off in my hometown, Cleveland, and say hello. I'm an Ohio boy, you know, and whenever I go back there, it's embarrassing the welcome I get. You'd think I didn't intend to pay. <laughs> I I left the high in 1925, the year of the stupid parole board. I was the brightest student in Cleveland Reform School. I entered the school a juvenile delinquent, and in three years I was teaching it. After Reform School, my mother wanted me to go to Ohio State. My father just wanted me to go. But I love it there. Last time I was there, I met my old Cleveland sweetheart, Tondalea. Condoleia and I went to school together, and we were engaged at the age of seven. She raised her hand to leave the room, and I put a washer on it. <laughs> now, we broke up at the age of nine, though. My father told me about the birds and the bees, and she didn't look like either of them. I was just watching the construction men working on my house. I was just about finished with the remodeling. Yeah, it looks great, Bob. Yeah, you know how when a man sees his home in construction with all that lumber and building material and the workmen, it has a deep inner meaning. It really gets you inside. It does something to a man. Well, what, Bob? Bankruptcy. 
And her wallet is suffering from malnutrition. Well, it's certainly going to be a show place, Bob. Uh, what are you doing about refurnishing? Well, I wanted modern furniture, but Dolores wanted early American, so we compromised. Well, what are you getting? Army surplus. <laughs> you're finished, there's something very serious I want to talk to you about. Serious? Yes, it concerns my career, Bob, and I've got... Oh, are you back there? Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Ray Cardillo of the Cardillo Travel Agency. They told me I'd find you back here. Well, what can I do for you, Ray? <laughs> I just want to tell you that all the arrangements are made for your trip to Bel Air, Ohio, for the premiere. Oh, good. We've chartered a United Airlines plane... We have a wonderful pilot, and I think we can save you some money on a stewardess. Well, how's that? We're having a uniform made for you right now. <laughs> well, I guess that's all, Mr. Hope. I'll see you at the airport. Bye. <laughs> uh, Bob, uh, can I talk to you now? Can I wait high? Look, I sort of plan to go through this trunk of old papers and burn what I don't need. Uh, it can't wait, Bob. It's serious. All right, what is it? Well, uh, you know, on your last television show, I scored a great personal triumph. And I, I just want oh, to... Hold it, hold it. You scored a personal triumph? I love that. Well, I went over much bigger than you did. Well, how do you figure? Well, how many fan letters did you receive after the show? 2,000. How many did you get? 5,000. Well, you can write faster than I can. <laughs> Come on, Hi. Help me with these papers and let's not be silly about this. I'm not being silly, Bobby. Don't give my channel the chance. I never get a break. Whenever you do a sketch on the show, am I ever in it? Well, I... No, no, I never get a part. You always say, set the scene high. Yeah. Well, I know, but... Set the uh... scene high. Set the scene high. Why must I always set the scene? I want to do other things. I'm young and alive. I don't want to go through life just setting the scene. I can't stand it. I can't, I can't, I can't. <laughs> There's a lot of Betty Davis in you. <laughs> You're flipping, kid. Now, look, we can talk about this some other time. Help me help me with this trunk. Now. Well, okay. Got over that quick, didn't you? <laughs> hey, Bob, look at this on top. Yeah, that's a picture of me on a bearskin rug in my birthday suit. Hey, you were cute. Uh, how old were you when this was taken? 21. <laughs> here, Bob. Oh, that's my old... Uh... You! Anybody back there? Hey, Bob, there's a girl out front. Hi, that's not just a girl. That's Virginia Mayo. It's nice to see you, Virginia. This is quite a surprise. Well, I was on my way home from the studio. I saw all this work being done, and I was curious. Yeah, it's quite a construction job. We're enlarging the whole thing. You know, when we get through, we'll have much more parking space, and there'll be plate glass windows all along the front. Oh, that's great. The valley needs another supermarket. <laughs> hey, Bob. Bob. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, Virginia, do you know High Everback of the Swift Company? <laughs> no, no, but I've been wanting to meet him. How do you do? Well, how do you do? Mr. Averbach, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed you on the show. I thought it was quite a personal triumph for you. I even sent you a fan letter. Well, thank you. I do hope I get to it eventually. <laughs> yes, he's reading the perfume ones first. Virginia, what did you think of me? Oh, were you on the show? Yeah, 
Vern Leone and I were a tag team. <laughs> Uh, Miss Mayo, I feel that in... in hi, the... hi, hey. Look, uh... <laughs> ashtray head, get lost, will you? Ashtray head. Oh, success is such a heavy burden to bear. <laughs> well, Bob, I'll be running along. Oh, no, wait, Virginia, let me show you around the house. Oh, fine. That's going to be my steam room. Oh, Bob, why do you need a steam room? Well, I'm not getting much exercise lately, and I don't want to get flabby and weak and puny, you know, falling apart at the seams. I don't know, Bob. I've always liked you that way. Thank you. Now, Virginia, over there by that clump of trees, we're going to... Hey, wait a minute. What's that stuff over there? Oh, that's your new furniture. Well, how do you know? On my way in, I saw them unloading it from an army truck. Army truck? Surplus? No, salvation. <laughs> Just kidding, Bob. Well, I'm so touchy these days. You know, remodeling this house has got me so tired. Well, Bob, my husband and I have a ranch here in the valley. Why don't you come and spend a few days with us? Well, that's awfully nice of Mike, uh, you and Mike, and I really am tired. You know, the bags and the mice are hanging down so far, I have to tuck them under my belt buckle. <laughs> well, think it over, Bob. The invitation's good any time. So long. Thanks, Virginia. So long. Gee, maybe I ought to see if I can speed up the work in the house. Where's that contractor? I think I saw him going to the guest house. No, Les Brown's band isn't there. They said they were going to rehearse. I'll check. I raise you five bucks. I raise you five bucks. Okay, I call. What have you got? Six jacks. What have you got? I got six jacks, too. But I win. Why? Mine are all spades. <laughs> that poker game's got to stop. I'll have to talk to Les Brown about it. I better talk to him tomorrow. Today's the day he sends his head to the cleaners. <laughs> now, where's that contractor? Oh, there he is, lying under a tree. Hey, I'm not paying you to sleep. What have you got against work? Make such a big hole in the day. That's your Kelowna. Kelowna, the more I see of you, the less I think you know about buildings. Don't be silly, Hope. I know all the house tricks. House tricks? Fine. House tricks with you. <laughs> Kelowna, did anyone ever tell you your head is vacant? Yes, Hope. Shall we put our heads together and rent them out as a duplex? <laughs> this is all my fault. I never should have hired you in the first place. Well, nonsense, Hope. You had to hire a man with my experience. Why, just before I came to work here, I built a swimming pool for a man. A swimming pool? Yes, it was 90 yards long and 2 inches wide. <laughs> 90 yards long and 2 inches wide? What good is it? Well, well, uh... That's well, pretty handy for soaking spaghetti. <laughs> That's all, Kelowna. If you're not through in a couple of days, you're going to lose this contract. That's gratitude. After I build you the finest house in the valley, and it's the most private, too. What do you mean? Well, people won't be picking in on you at your house. How come? No windows. <laughs> Why no windows? No walls. <laughs> you know, Colony, you're daft. No, Hope, I'm from California. Daft is from Ohio. <laughs> that does it. Colony, you're fired. You can't find me now, Hope. Look behind that tree. What? 
Who dug that big hole in the ground? I did, Hope. I think I've discovered oil on your property. Don't be crazy. Well, I've got the drill almost all the way down now. We'll hit a gusher and we'll be filthy rich. I'm ready. Down deep now, Hope. 2,000 feet. Now I'm 3,000 feet down. And stay out of here. Kelowna, who was that? What do you know? John L. Lewis. <laughs> plays the introduction of a tune from the King and Oz, done by our singing guest, Miss Virginia Maxey. Whenever I feel afraid, I hold my head erect, and whistle a happy tune, so no one will I'm afraid. But I can't get any rest around this house. I think I'll accept Virginia Mayo's invitation to go out to her ranch for a couple of days. Now, now, Bob, before you go, I'd like to settle that matter we were discussing. Do I get bigger parts on the show, or do I have to quit? Quit? Hi, after all I've done for you? How can you talk that way to your Uncle Rob? Don't we have a nice relationship? Don't you get a nice salary? Don't I drive you to work every day? Don't I blow up your shoulder pads for you? <laughs> I can't help it, Bob. It's true you've been both an employer and a mother to me, but... Now, wait on me. <laughs> to go on to bigger things. As a matter of fact, I'm thinking of getting my own radio show. I've already found a writer who's willing to work for me. You have a writer? Yeah, yeah, and he's giving me some swell jokes. Uh, listen to this one. I used to be an old chicken plucker, but I gave it up. Why? Can't make any money plucking old chickens. <laughs> How about that joke, boss? Murder, huh? Love to. <laughs> Look, I do what you want. Just don't bother me anymore. I've got to get out to Virginia Mayo's house for some rest. Now, where did I put the keys to my car? I can't find them. Well, maybe when you were looking in that old trunk, you dropped them in there. Oh, yeah. Hi, hi. Help me open this trunk, Okay. i raise you five bucks. <laughs> I'll raise you five bucks. Okay, I call. What have you got? Five kings. What have you got? I got five kings, too. What do we do? Keep dealing. The guy who gets the next king wins. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Don't tell anybody where I am. All right, Bob. 
Gee, Virginia, your ranch is just one. Beautiful. Yes, it's a wonderful retreat after a hard day's work at the studio. Well, what are you doing out at Warner's now? Oh, I just finished the picture, and it's fun. I play the part of a girl in burlesque, a strip teaser. Hmm, that's funny. In my favorite spy, I play a burlesque character, too. Oh, really? Do you use fans or bubbles? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, Virginia, is there anything I can help you with around here? No, Bob. You came out here for a rest, and that's exactly what you're going to do. And, man, do I need it. I'll just get in that easy chair over there. And... Hello? Oh, Bob, it's for you. Thank you. Hello? Hello? Look, Kelowna, I fired you. What do you want? Well, I just... You're supposed to be on the telephone. What's all that noise? Made a horrible mistake. Hope I used the buffalo nickel and the operator's an Indian. <laughs> Look, Kelowna, I'm trying to rest. What do you want? Well, I want my job back, Hope. I, I need the... <laughs> ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
of the bowl? Yes. I got caught between twin facts. <laughs> Mustache. <laughs> the battle of the boat? That's right, Mr. Hope. I got caught between two fat wax and an elevator in the Pentagon. Are <laughs> you pretty good that way, too? <laughs> well, Mr. Hope, what shall I tell them back at the Pentagon about your next appearance at an army camp? I'm going to do a broadcast at Camp Atterbury, Indiana. Oh, that's dandy. Your type of show does something for the boys. It does? Yes, it gives them the inspiration they need to go overseas. <laughs> Watch out for those two fat wax. Come <laughs> on, General. Virginia, this is maddening. I can't get away from people. Oh, I'll get it. Hello? Hope, hello? Hope, hello? Colonna, why are you talking backwards? Put the nickel in upside down. <laughs> now, Colonna, stop beating around the bush. I can't. Mustache is caught in the mouthpiece. <laughs> well, what do you want now? Just wanted to tell you that the work on your house is coming along fine. I fired you. I don't want you to work on the house. I can't leave now, Hope. I have the men working on the fourth floor. The fourth floor? Yeah. There are only three floors in the house. There are? Yes. Hey, fellas, you better come down. <laughs> Any more of this, Virginia, I'm going to go off my rocker. I've got an idea, Bob. Why don't you go out to the barn? I'll show the way. Okay, anything for a little rest. There it is. Say, uh... <laughs> this barn is nice and quiet. Maybe I'll curl up and try to get some sleep. Why don't you, Bob? Nobody will bother you here. Oh, there you are, Bob. I told you to leave me alone. Well, I just came to tell you I'm quitting. I'm getting a screen test. Well, fine, I Go get it. Oh, I'm going to do a very gripping scene. It's the one Jane Wyman does in the Blue Veil. Listen. You can't take my baby from me, do you hear? It's my baby and no one can have it. I won't let you have my baby. It's my baby. Do you hear? My baby. <laughs> oh, what do you think, Bob? I think you need a long rest. <laughs> Why? Having that baby was much too much for you. <laughs> now get out. Out, out. It's no use, Virginia. I may as well go home. I can't get away from people. Oh, wait a minute. There's one place you could hide where there won't be any people. In the audience? <laughs> <laughs> Lost. Nobody will find you there. Just climb those stairs, open the trap door, and you'll be shut off from the world. Oh, that's a great idea. So long, Virginia. Now all I have to do is open this trap door, and I'll be all alone. I raise you five bucks. I raise you five oh, bucks. Oh, no, no. the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. Virginia Mayo was born Virginia Clara Jones in 1920. Right after high school in 1937, Virginia Mayo went into vaudeville for three years, where she sang and danced. This led to a role on Broadway in Eddie Cantor's Banjo Eyes in 1941. 
Soon, Samuel Goldwyn put her under contract. Her first leading role was opposite none other than Bob Hope in the 1944 comedy The Princess and the Pirate. She was also in several movies with Danny Kaye, like Wonder Man, The Kid from Brooklyn, and The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which is an excellent movie, and so is uh, the remake with Ben Stiller. Anyway, she won critical acclaim for her dramatic performance in the Oscar-winning 1946 film The Best Years of Our Lives. She made a couple dozen movies in the 40s and 50s, and in the 60s she made a few more movies but spent more of her time on TV guest appearances and on the stage. And she kept busy doing this well into the 1990s. Virginia Mayo died in 2005. She was 84. Please send your questions and comments to host at classiccomedyotr.com. Come back next Wednesday for another episode of The Bob Hope Show and check in on Friday for the next installment of The Life of Riley. Until we meet again, in the words of C.S. Lewis, Courage is not simply one of the virtues, but the form of every virtue at the testing point.